Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to this episode, and it's episode 38. It's a banger. And on this episode, we have been to the cinema to watch Doctor Sleep. So we'll be chatting the shooting the shit over that. Also, our something to scream about is going to be a little bit of an interesting one this week. We are going to be talking about the new documentary In the Search of Darkness yet again. And our movie from the vault. Is none other than the amazing Halloween 3. Season of the Witch. Nothing to do with Michael Myers. <laughs> the night no one came home. <laughs> hey, alright dude, what's going on? Not much, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I've um, mainly been spending my cup, my last two weeks watching, uh, or re-watching... Buffy the Vampire Slayer so after on Amazon Buffy, Prime. Are you going to go in straight in and do Angel straight no, after? No, because the way you should watch it is you could you should about season four, you should then intertwine Angel with Buffy all the way through to get like the the ultimate. I have no idea what you're about. Josh experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been having fun anyway. I remember the film. The Kirst, was it Kirsty Swanson? Kirsty you know? Swanson, Luke Perry, oh, the late Luke Perry. I didn't mind that movie. That was all right. I thought it was all right. Yeah. But the um, TV show does follow directly from the TV, the movie. Okay. So it does. They do interlink. I remember which is quite when funny. it came onto TV. I watched the first couple of episodes. I caught one or two there, but because I never stuck with it, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, so I just gave up. It's like seven seasons of the bastard. So mm. you know, I don't know. I just got it in my head that I'd watch it one more one more time. So you just blasted through the whole lot. I've f- finger blasted my way through the whole lot, mate. It's, I bet you had a box of tissues. <laughs> It's nothing sexy about it. Xander, you know, doesn't do it for me. Also, you didn't rush out and get that episode of FHM with, what's her name? What, Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, the other one. Alison Hannigan? Yeah. No. What character did she play? Willow. I remember everybody went mental uh, when she did the FHM cover. Uh, Simon Doust. Everybody <laughs> ran out and bought a copy. <laughs> and it's just everywhere. Because she, she kind of like was the kind of girl next door, really quiet and stuff. But yeah, anyway, I remember that. Fair play. I don't don't recall that. I don't you know, don't know do we know about lads mags? So crass. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um but other than that, like um I don't know what else has been about. We watched um we did go and see another movie, we went to see Zombieland Two Double Tap. The, the old double tap. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah. And it was it was enjoyable, it was good fun. Yeah, really good fun movie. Yeah. Definitely worth a what it you know, went on from the in, the it sequeled well, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was a good some, laugh. Yeah, brought in some new interesting characters and um, killed them off swiftly. So yeah, enjoy that one. Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> but I suppose we better go and talk some news, mate. Well, before we do, Ooh. I've got to say about a TV show that I've watched on Netflix that is amazing. It's called Daybreak. Have oh, you fuck it? your face! Didn't I? <laughs> didn't I? Didn't I, uh, I? I brought this to you last episode. Well, I'd seen the trailer. Who pooed it? I saw like the first, it wasn't the episode, we just talked about it off the episode. Um, but yeah, I was, um, we obviously spoke about the first episode of Daybreak and um, and I wasn't convinced because I was like, oh, it looks a bit, you know, 
millennial in places and I wasn't too sure but after you raved about it so much I thought I'll go back and try the second episode as well and I absolutely love it so I'm eating my words right now so you were right it is good I think everybody should check it out don't watch the trailer because it doesn't give it the right deserve of what it deserves because I, I thought it was br- I think it's brilliant I've watched three episodes and it gets better she likes swearing 11 year olds just go and oh, go and watch it she's fucking brilliant so it's so well written it's so well written and Matthew it's Broderick yeah yeah it's it's put it's it's I wouldn't want to say 80s goodness but it's just got something it's got loads of like obviously nods to movies and stuff and references and and obviously, if you're of an age, you'll get all the references. If you're not, then you'll just enjoy the, the TV show. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was really good. Sweet. Let's smash out some news. What you got? Well, the first, that's lovely. You know, better than mine last week. Um, so. Oh, yeah, you've come You've come with some news this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said I would. I, you know, I've trawled a lot of different sites and tried to find some things that are coming up. I One thing that did pop up, thanks yep. to... Oh. Um, Oh, Katie Stewart. Watching Buffy. <laughs> um, was the Invisible Man trailer. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. Have you seen it? Elizabeth so, Moss. Elizabeth Moss. I was well well happy about that because yeah. I really like her and I'm glad she's still sticking to her kind of horror kind of roots kind of there. So that's quite cool. And the trailer itself, not a Kevin Bacon in sight. So <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the hollow man. I like the, he's de- you know, that, that whole sociopath sort of vibe mm. it's like stalking her yeah, I don't yeah. know it definitely looks like a proper horror it's Lee Wan Out isn't it the guy that did um, the one we saw at Fright Fest a couple, of, a couple of years ago the one about like Robocopy kind of bloke Upgrade Upgrade that was it I, I thought it was great and he came out at the end didn't he did a little Q&A thing uh, he seems like a top bloke he's, he's incredible cool. director yeah. um, Upgrade's a great movie definitely yeah. go and check it out and The Invisible Man I think that's gonna I think that's gonna do something so do you think it's, it's Blumhouse kick, as well isn't it yeah do you think it's gonna kick off like this whole multiverse thing that, because they were gonna originally do it when they? they were gonna do like uh, The oh. Wolfman The Mummy and all that oh, you're not talking about Tom Cruise's The Mummy no 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 this is what I'm saying that the do you think this might spark it off again? No, because it's not Universal Monsters, I don't think, in that sort of sense. I didn't really get that vibe from it. Okay. Universal Monsters is cheesy. And don't and they could go down That's a different point. Well, it's because the era, I, I don't know. I'm not really sure, to be honest. If this looks like it has real grit, real grit to it. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm quite looking forward to it too. Um, this is top news. We're getting another... Tremors movie, really? Yeah, to be honest, like I didn't even know they how far they'd come along with the franchise. How many? I have a guess. How many think you are? Is there six? There is six. Yeah, because I know the bloke who with the tash and stuff like (laughs) he's been in all six from the first one. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of kept it going. He 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 looks like he's back, right? With um, Richard Brake. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. Richard Brake. I knew you'd love that. Oh my god. (laughs) And um, also John Hedder. Oh, really? Napoleon Dynamite himself is going to get him eaten by some oh, he needs to get little wormies. He hasn't done anything <laughs> recent, so yeah. Wow. Interesting. It's very interesting. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Paranormal TV. How many have we had of them? Uh, four. Six. Is there? Go yeah. On, name them. Oh, God. Uh, one, two, three, and four. <laughs> ghost, ghost, dimensions. Di- ghost dimensions no it's one two three five 
Ghost Dimension, there's another one. The marked ones. Isn't marked it? ones, yeah. Yes, it's six. It. Did one, I... two, three. Are you sure there's four, four isn't ghost? Oh, no, four. I thought five was ghost oh, dimensions and no, six was know. the marked ones. Whoa, well, if you know how many there are. But anyway, they look like they're... Like... I don't give a fuck. I love all of them. Sorry. They scare but... the shit out of me. They're like the one thing that just like literally I am curled up at a ball watching. I will, I will definitely go, be, go and watch this. We don't know what it is. It just says they've got a new a new yeah, one coming up marked out, for uh, March 2021. 20, yeah, that's like two years. I know. Oh, my God. See how big it is. Um, this was fun. This, there's a movie called The Seventh Day. Okay. Okay, which has been described as a mixture of Training Day. Right. And The Exorcist. Really? Yeah. Who's and, in it? Anybody? Um, Guy Pearce has just been um, picked up for okay. it. So that's like pretty Pierce. cool. Yeah. Did you hear that Rather Guy Pearce is going to be in a, uh, in a Scrooge adaptation? <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. He's great. He's, I do like him. He's a good he's a good actor. He's great in Ravenous. Neighbours, mate. Can't you, be Neighbours. Yeah, but do you remember Ravenous with um, Robert Carlyle? Yes. Fucking yeah, great yeah, movie. Great probably movie. The only one of the only colonial movies I think I could probably watch. Mm. But it's sort of like a lot. What I read a little bit of synopsis and it says something like, um, there's a bunch of um, priests in training mm. and then they sort of like, I don't know if they say, this is all alluded to, they take on a case by the looks of things. Oh, okay. So I don't know how action-packed it's going to be plus horror. I don't know, but they, they looks like they're taking on um, a new case. Okay. And they're training, they're priests in training. Training day meets the exodus. <laughs> I guess that's where they got it from. Interesting. I'll, so, I'll yeah. watch that all day. Yeah, why the blow? Yeah, or not. Um, and that's it. So that's not too bad. That's some, that's some, that's some juicy that's juicy some stuff. Juicy little morsels there for you to uh, have. Let's see what I've got. Um, got a couple of bits that you covered. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, no, <laughs> there's something really interesting. Now, I haven't watched this, but I believe that it's out on BBC iPlayer. That there's a 1998 documentary, and this is the first time that it's been put on the BBC iPlayer. Um, it's presented by uh, presented and wrote by Mark Commode, um, and it's about a documentary about The Exorcist called The Fear of God. Oh wow! And apparently, it's meant to be brilliant. It's got like interviews with all the cast, um, loads of ins and outs about the whole thing. Uh, but I am going to be watching this because it's 81 minutes long. Um, so I'll be definitely watching that. I know someone else will be watching it, Mr. Daniel Evans, World Werewolf yeah. Dan. But I got a feeling I've seen it. Really? What back in, when it was first day? Yeah, been. it rings a bell. But yeah, I'm, I'm well looking forward to that. So I'm definitely going to be uh, diving into that next week. Um, the only other bit of news, which I'm surprised that you didn't have, is uh, there's a new screen movie in the works. See, I've read it. And I don't know if it was work. There wasn't enough. What do you mean? To te- to, there you just an- talked about paranormal activity <laughs> and got nothing. <laughs> and this is your your favourite franchise, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, but there wasn't enough for me to go on because they didn't. I know, there's they not didn't much. know if they were going to get Nev Campbell back. There's Courtney it's- Cox. They've got the fans are probably like screaming for it. I read a load of like conjecture. Yeah, but there's basically. not there's not even any um, thing to connect it with any of the other movies yet because apparently it's been picked up by Spyglass Entertainment and they, they, they've got the rights to that and they're also doing another Hellraiser movie but they could be just completely going from scratch like making a brand new thing because they've acquired the rights so there might be some technical hitches where they can't actually link it 
to any of Wes Craven's. So it could be a big pile of wank or it on well, the right the right the original writer's not on board. Well, Wes right. Craven's died on in two thousand fifteen. Really? Did he? He did. <laughs> so they did sort of flake out a little bit, like they 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 went they went downhill after number two, maybe. Um, oh, and the screen, the screen's yeah. pants, but the screen TV show is not linked. I don't think I've, I've I tried to watch some of that and I couldn't get into it. No, so I'm not really sure. Do we need another we ghost? See. Do we need Ghostface coming back? Not really, but I suppose there there, there obviously is some sort of market for it. Um, whether, like I said, they start again or whether they carry it on. Um, a lot there are a lot of Scream fans out there, but are they wanting this? It's only 20, 23 years, ninety six was I'd it? Say only, but uh, it's a long time. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we'll wait and see. That's why I, I, I didn't want to bring it up really because bollocks. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I haven't been watching that I want to yeah. know if anyone else listening has been watching it and let us know what it's like and if it's worth a watch. Because um, I just can't bother. Well, maybe I can. Zomboat that we talked about last year on ITV. Do you remember it? Like zombies on a canal barge. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they were going along with sort of a zombie... It's a comedy thing. In Bur- set in Birmingham. It's comedy, right? Yeah, and it's on yeah. ITV, t- ITV... I think it's on ITV. Right. So it must be on ITV Catch-Up or whatever it is, but I haven't got around to watch it yet. I've seen a few trailers, a few little bits, but no. So I don't know if it's worth a watch mm-hmm. in the end. We should probably check it out. Maybe. Yeah. In the next couple of weeks, I might catch I'll up let, on I'll that. I'll let you do that one. All right, uh, I'll let you know how good it is. Report in next episode. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, that's it for the news. I think so, yeah. So let's uh, move on to our main review. So this episode... We have been to cinema to watch Doctor Sleep. Now, for those who don't know, all the trailers and stuff like that, we are looking at the years following the events of The Shining, and now adult Dan Torrance, played by uh, the amazing Ewan McGregor, meets a young girl with similar powers as he tries to protect her from a cult known as the True Knot, who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. These cunts have been fucking alive for a long time, haven't they? Straight in with the Wow. So, let's get one thing straight here, right? From the start. Can we not keep talking about the original Shining? <laughs> I know it's going to be hard not to. But I just think that... Let, let's not try and start talking... Like, slipping into The Shining and start talking about all that. Because that's the whole other episode we've got to do yet. <laughs> um, let's talk about Doctor Sleep. Um, so, you're obviously a huge Shining fan. I, I also love the movie, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. It's brilliant. Not the best horror movie ever made, but... <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> but we I, I want to hear your opinion because you're the big fan. Uh, we both haven't read the book, Doctor Sleep. You've read The Shining. Uh, have you seen the Shining TV movie that was made, that was endorsed by Stephen King? No, I haven't. Okay, cool. Let's get that right. I just wanted Have to you? Sure. No, I haven't. All right, okay. Um, so, but obviously we've both seen The Shining. So I want to hear your thoughts first because you're obviously an uber fan of The Shining. So tell me, tell me what you thought. What are you thinking? 
Okay, there is a lot. We don't have to talk about The Shining, but there are yeah, there no. are some bits oh, we no, we've got to touch on it. Okay, yeah, so I don't want to delve deep into The Shining. Two and a half hours long. You know, Just we've sleep, got yeah. we've got you we've got you McGregor um, playing da- the adult Danny Torrance, Rebecca Ferguson playing yeah. a brilliant character character called Rose the Hat. Right. I first thoughts, I bloody the time went, the time flew. Two mm. and a half hours. Um, in absolute flu. I was mesmerized and like, I think the pacing and all that sort of um, stuff mm. was spot on because I didn't want to leave my seat. I was like transfixed. No, you didn't even go for a wee. Which didn't I go for a wee. Was great, was great, really. <laughs> um, so, you know, bladder and check. I thought the movie was brilliant. I think mm-hmm. it was a really good standalone movie. Um, and I liked all the new. I liked the 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 characters. I think there was good horror in it. Mm. Um, there was brilliant gore. Some absolutely outstanding shots. The music yep. um, was fantastic. Um, again, with nods to The Shining all over it and stuff like that. Um, cinematography like fantastic. And it just had a really good sort of tone to mm. it. And it was well acted, well thought out. Well, and I thought it was, I thought it was a really good movie. Really enjoyed it as a Shining fan. Good. As someone who has read the book, yeah, this isn't a for me. Not the Doctor Sleep, but I need to read the Doctor Sleep. Mm. Um, I need to understand how this fits in. Yeah. Because to me, there are a few things in there where I thought this follows on. Does this follow on from the Kubrick Shining mm. or the book? Wasn't sure. Well, that. I was going to touch on that because I also, I really like this. I really, same as you, I sat there, not once did I feel like it was dragging, not once did I feel like I want to fall asleep. Huh, no pun intended. Um, but I thought it was, it was really, really so well done. Now, what I found really interesting about it, and this is the, the thing, is that um, the director, Mike Flanagan, which is... Um, He's done some superb stuff. Obviously, he's done Gerald's Game. Hush. Hush. I absolutely love that. House uh, House on the Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House, which yeah. fucking, hands down, is probably one of the best TV shows I saw last year. Um, I thought what he did well, right? Quote me if I'm wrong. I think he just added a bit of each. A little bit from the book. A little bit for fans of Kubrick. A little bit from the book here and there. And I thought, to do a job like that, like to satisfy bits and pieces of everything, is fantastic. Because there were some points in the film where I was watching it, and I was like, this feels like a Stephen King adaptation. Like the whole thing about, what did you say the the kind of, um, the clown were called? True Knot. The True Knot. See, the bits with them, that that was like Stephen King all over it. it Big like, time. Because even down to the clothes they wore, the way they talked and everything like that. It, it kind of felt like I was watching like a bit of a, a, a TV miniseries a bit. Yeah, I'll give you that. And then, but then when you got to the big cinematic bits, like, you know. The overlook. I'm sure we'll get onto it later. Spoilers. <laughs> then it really hit home with all the shots and the way it was filmed. It was like, now we're talking cinematic kind of, whoa, you know, like crazy kind of stuff going on here. Um, yeah. And, and I just think it's just, just the right amount. 
And he's done, and he's done. Like if you go, if you tailor it back a little bit to Gerald's game, Gerald's yeah. game is very small. It's it's again, it felt like a bit like a TV movie. Yeah, it, like Gerald's game did exactly, yeah. and um, it had that you know one of the most shocking moments I think in 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 horror and most stuff boys. like that. Um, well, it's just an incredible moment, and it's mimicked that yeah. scene a little bit but in this movie. Warning, obviously we haven't given the warning. We probably <laughs> we might spoil some stuff in this. So yeah, go. fuck it, we're gonna spoil it. <laughs> I've got it because I've got to talk about some similarities yeah. between yeah, yeah this, this has got to be a little bit spoilerific I'm afraid so you need no, to no, go no, and no. see this bad boy and it's big this is a big movie go and watch it cinema no excuses go and watch this bad boy um, because I think you love it and like fans of Kubrick will really appreciate some of the um, the set designs and the and sort of I don't know the feel of it like you said no. well, that's, so like one back. two three boom spoilers from now on so what what you said earlier about like satisfying Kubrick fans. Now apparently they did a screening for um, Stephen King, and on the very same day in a different theater, in a different cinema scene, they had the Kubrick estate family, whoever obviously takes care of his estate and stuff, probably family or whatever, and they both really came out and said they both really liked the film. Now surely that's good because obviously everybody knows that Stephen King absolutely hated the Kubrick version because it was nothing like the book. Yeah, and he submitted his own script and yeah. Kubrick just went yeah. and did his own yeah. version. And it's 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 a Kubrick movie, yeah. not a Stephen King book. I mean, so much so that like... Well, he went and made his own, didn't he? Yeah, he just made his own film. And it's like, it was almost like at the time, 1980, it was dirty. Sort of dirty word was horror. Horror was a dirty word. So for sort of like Kubrick to come and pick this this one up, he sort of had to make it his own and make it his own worthwhile. And you do get those those absolutely amazing shots and feeling of like stirring isolation that you get in like two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it was just a pure creepy movie. One of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. No, I agree. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I'm not not saying it isn't. It's just not the best horror movie. But anyway. Um, but like you said, it's this this movie's got a great little cast. Rebecca yeah. Ferguson. Oh mate, fantastic. let's talk about let's talk about cast. Okay, let's talk about Ewan McGregor. Like I'm not the biggest Ewan McGregor fan. I think he's good. He's done some pap in my um in my uh kind of books. It's like he's but then he's done some really good stuff. All right. I but mean, I'm, this, I'm, a, I'm a, like was, I've totally forgot it was Ewan McGregor. I think he immortalized that character. Really got into it. Not one minute did I think, oh, that's Ewan McGregor. I just thought that's his character and, he, and I thought he played that really well. Yeah, I mean, I love Ewan McGregor. I don't understand what he's done wrong apart from Star Wars, but, well, you know, if we, we can forgive that. He's great in Star Wars. It's the only good thing about those movies. He chewed the scenery, mate. Just don't have to that. say. I thought he was brilliant. In it. Um, but, yeah, you, you're right. Can't wait for the Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we he's, he's fantastic and he starts off with, like, a, this, like, on this journey of alcoholism mm. um, and, and sober, sobriety. Oh, dark. Well. Sobriety really and stuff dark. like that. Yeah, so we get that nice little, that sort of feel of him sort of like bringing himself back up. And I thought that was nicely handled because yeah. it could have been cheesy. But I think that was done like really, really well. Mm. And he's got his mate um, who we've seen in quite a few films. The guy that helps him out. Billy Freeman was his name. And Cliff, he's played by Cliff Curtis. Mm. He's been in quite a lot of Loads stuff. Loads of TV, TV stuff. TV, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, I've seen his face around and he's 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 really cool. He's he good in it. Yeah. Really good in what he did. But yeah, throughout, fantastic. Like, 
in what he did. Yeah. Um, and when he played The Shining as an adult, because that could have been cheesy. Mm. And I thought that was very King-esque, what, the way they did that. Mm, because I don't think the Kubrick did it completely different and stuff like that. And I think yeah. this, this is this is really, really good. The it's connection kind of between... had the, the kind of more kind of mystical side to it rather than mm. supernatural. If you yeah, I'll of, give you that. Had a, still had that supernatural element, but uh, I like the way that the kind of, the way they were kind of feeding off the souls and stuff. It was quite cool. Yeah. And, stuff. Cool. and his little, little partner in crying, um, Kylie Curran is the Abra. actress name and she was played Abra Stone. Yeah. Great name. I mean, he's a proper, Mate, she killed it in this Smashed movie. Smashed it. Really, really good. She really was, good. And you could, yeah, you, you could feel that she was strong. Yeah. Strong-willed and she had I something different. I don't even know where she's from, but if this is her first movie, god damn. She's I think gonna, I had a look on IMDb, she got credit, one other credit to right. her name, so okay. she hasn't done much. Rebecca Ferguson, oh my god, she like is absolutely beautiful, like mesmerising in this. It's just, I don't know, there's something about her that just draws you in. Or like the way she presents herself, she's really like, like, there's one point, right, and, and, and this, this isn't gonna, this isn't pervy or anything like that, but the way she commands, like, her authority, obviously she's the leader of this group, and she's sat on the top of this RV van, and she's just, like, sat there with her legs, like, crossed, and just really assertive, and it's just like, she just looks like, you know, she's the boss, and like I just I don't know the way she commands those set pieces I just think she's fucking amazing yeah she's she really really good she feels sinister she feels like a Rick Flag of that that sort of like level of like um, uh, foreboding yeah. I suppose and she's just incredible and she she's not she a, gets angry as well. Uh, like she's not the Rebecca Ferguson that you know I remember seeing she, she properly like it like she looks mature man and like. Like completely different and a great name Meg the Hat <laughs> Meg the Hat I mean some of the other names like in a little crew mm. as well you've got Snake by Andy who they like sort of get back get early on yeah. uh, who's Emily Ann Lynn uh, no she reminded me of um, oh what's her was face that, was this the girl with the short hair yeah. Yeah, yeah the main person in the craft oh what's yeah. her name um, oh I know who you're bollocks. about yeah Rosie somebody. Not uh, Rose McGowan. No, not Rose McGowan. Robin. Robin somebody. Okay. I think her name is. But she's... They sort of, they almost like sisters, but that was really weird. Um, who else you got? Oh. Grandpa Z- Flick. Yeah, Grandpa Flick's brilliant. Do you know who Grandpa Flick is? Uh, you know who he is? Um, he's been in loads of stuff. Mate, he he's is... He's Lurch in the Adams Family. Oh, really? Yes, he played Lurch in the Adams Family. I didn't know that. Carl Struan or something like that. Um, he also played the Moonlight Man in Gerald's Game. You know the creepy. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. He's so like creepy. He's like, incredible. I mean, he's he's like got that unique yeah. look that you could stick him in sort of those movies. And oh, he's just he, he's basically gone. I you know I look this way. I'm just gonna like do these roles and just like fair play to him. Yeah. A bit yeah. like Jaws from like. Um, yeah, Richard Kill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and totally. Even. Uh, the goalie <laughs> what's, his name? what's his name michael barryman michael barryman not so, michael barrymore yeah but we also had a nice little cameo i say cameo but yeah. i think it was well, um annoyed me that he's in the top bill cast on imdb for some reason jason trembley from yeah. from room um plays uh baseball boy 
Yeah. And that was a good little part. Now, I want to just quickly touch on this scene. That that really disturbed me because I didn't think they were going to go there. And there's a really, really kind of um, quite, quite like distressing scene where they pin him down and start like cutting him and stuff. And I didn't think they're good because he's quite young. He looks, what, what would you say? He's probably eight or nine. No, yeah, about that, nine, ten, something like that. that. And he's like, and they pin him down and literally are killing him. And I'm surprised they showed how much they did. They showed a lot. Yeah, and if that's you, quite, you know, quite full on. If you want a disturbing scene. It was quite disturbing. Uh, that, for me, would like put it to another level in terms of like Made me feel a bit shock. uneasy. Yeah, big time. It got me. And I didn't, that's not why, I, I didn't expect to see a scene like that. Usually like that, they're like, okay, they sort of almost... I don't know, insinuated that it's happening, like how they're mm. doing it, but they just kept going. There's no cutaways or anything. No. I was just like, whoa. Very good. But I think show. that's Mike Flanagan's style. As, mate, I just literally, throughout the whole thing, it was just like, like you touched on earlier with the soundtrack and stuff. Just He just knows how to draw people in. The suspense, it's, it's not long, but it's just enough to draw you in and then bang. Yeah, like, and I think he used the shining is a, a good example of like how music is done well and oh, he yeah, did yeah. kind of put those lush trump trumps i didn't actually look who the composer was for this mm. if they'd use similar the similar composers but he did overlay that um some of the familiar like absolutely um yeah. compositions i suppose mm. from the shining which mm. i think worked really well because you got that then that familiarity Plus, it worked with what was going on on the screen as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that totally. was pretty cool. The true not cult, though, bunch of cunts, aren't they? They were horrible, weren't they? Horrible bastards. And they didn't come across that way. They sort of come across as like a a circus, almost, to start with, I thought. Yeah, it's almost... I just kept thinking it's like they've stepped out of, like, some kind of, like... Pearl Jam gig or something. Yeah. They all look dressed like that <laughs> hats and they, they look really 90s. I don't know whether that was a, a particular thing. I mean, I, I imagine they're all supposed to be from all different ages, aren't they? Because like, like they were saying that Grandpa Flick was had been f- around for, like ever. It did sound it like he like sound like that. and stuff. Like. That's another thing that's worth like just uh, talking about is mm. when these um, cult members finally like bite it. Yeah, if they do, you know how they actually go. That was fucked up. Yeah, especially when Grandpa Flip dies. That was crazy when he's like turning into kind of like almost like a like a gaunt corpse and then coming back to life and then going again. It's really weird, wasn't it? Phasing in that system. It yeah. Was, oh yeah, that was very well done. I enjoyed that. It was good. You know, good. in a morbid sort of way. Well, let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> the let's, elephant, let's, the elephant man in the room. Let's go. Let's get. Let's get to the. Should we just? Cut to the chase and get to the, uh, the overlook. Uh, because me, me and you just looked at each other when they were like, he's like, I have to go somewhere after, and we just looked at each other. Like, there we go. There we go. Yeah, two and a half a hours. Visit. I mean, the overlook. Yeah, man. This is. Um, How did you feel? It was. It was exciting before of it and the drive up and all that sort of stuff and like mm. the music again was fantastic. The look of it. Have the old top-down view of the car yeah. driving through the, the roads. There's the, you know, the major similarities, but it was um, at one stage, he, Hugh McGregor, like, I don't know, he he, he looked like... Purposely. Like Jack Nicholson. Done, yeah. 
Because I noticed that because did you notice they made him wear like a plaid shirt underneath? Mm. And that's obviously the same, not the same colour or anything, but there's a shot where the bar scene where he's getting angry and they're like, you literally, even his hair starts to be the same. And you're like, oh my God, this is his dad. He is his dad. It was so subtly done. And yet at the same, at the same time in your face. Yeah. Like there was, you know, that they, you know, I I know some people are going to be peed off. I know. That, of course there is. You but eat shit if you are, because it's just like fan service. But I'm just like, I think it was well done. It was in fitting the bit with like him putting his face in, you know, yeah. here's looking, Johnny. Looking and he didn't really say, cool. obviously, you know, and those sorts of bits are just like, oh, you could, because they were important for his character. They yeah. weren't done for you, the fan, for me. Who wanted? Who sort of? I don't know if I wanted to see that or needed to see that. They were. Yeah. It was done for like, he is, got to transition almost into, into Jack, mm. for in that place. That yeah. place has got to kind of push him. It's got a hold on him, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I. Yeah, and there was that weirdness. I didn't obviously understand, and maybe this is where the book, opens up yeah. some stuff about the fact that the Overlook was almost like the same kind of thing as the cult. Right. Yeah. That... They're like trapped souls in this yeah. house and they feed off of the Shining. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like... Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's like the way as well that that he was obviously told how to kind of stop these things from haunting him still. What's that character called? The guy that comes back to him. Oh, I know you. What you're going to ask? What was his name? Is, is Ed's gone? My mind's gone. And oh, what was his name? Halloran. Oh, okay. Yeah. When he comes back and kind of tells him how to shut these things away in his head, like in these kind of and like so they're kind of like out of his brain, out of his thoughts and stuff like that. That was one of the most interesting parts of for me for the movie, and I thought that could have been quite cheesy. The bits that were sort of in their head, yeah, and the way that like even Meg the Hat, Meg the Hat, yeah, got that right. And Abra and like even Danny, like you touched upon a minute ago, having the having the way he can sort of hide things. Yeah, he's his mind is kind of like actually not that he's not got that big a power. You know, he's sort mm. of he's not really concentrated on the shine. He's tried to hide away from the shining. Yeah, but he's got these things tucked away where they're tucked away. And but you look at Abra, she's got like filofaxes you yeah. know like like that, that, oh we haven't even talked about that that scene where meg the hat comes and tries to find where she is and um she just basically traps uh meg the hat in her room and and just like because you, you just think oh she's just gonna own it and you just you think that she's gonna be manipulated the little girl's gonna be ni- manipulated and it's like it's totally the other way where the little girl just is so powerful that she can trap her yeah and she goes to town in the cathedral as she calls yeah, it yeah, it's yeah. like you you think I this think is that's big. the character that she comes on as is a character from it might be anime or a game or something that's actually real because you know she comes back she's got pink hair and and she kind of puts herself in that kind of thing it's it's a if you look right at the start it's a poster on a wall oh, okay. I, I can't remember for the life of me what the game or the anime is called it might be an anime but she's kind of picked up that picked that persona as her her kind of being when she's her tony yeah yeah it's, it's clever it's clever I'm tony 
<laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, we we yeah, the overlook was good. What was your like favorite bit out of all of that? Out of the well, I'm going back to the overlook. The overlook, um, it's got to be one of my. I like I like the bar scene. That was interesting. Um, I'm kind of glad because you know they could have done that whole thing. I don't know whether they would have been able to, but they could have done that whole thing with using the actors. Um, you know, like they did with Ant Man and made uh, Michael Douglas look young and stuff. Well, brought back Jack. You got, Jack, Jack's way too old to yeah. do that. No, no, because no, no, they made they made um, Michael Douglas. Yeah, I know you're saying. They made him look really young, oh. and they made um, uh, Marvel have done. They've used that company that are getting it not quite bang on, but they're getting it pretty close, mate. Right. You've got to admit, um, they could have done that, but I'm glad they didn't. They got actors that kind of looked like them. And he did kind of look. He did. He could, but, did kind however, of look. Danny Torrance's mum, not annoying enough. <laughs> Nowhere near as annoying enough. But she, but then she shouldn't. She she wasn't really there to shriek. I don't care. And she run wasn't like annoying a... enough. <laughs> she needs to be way more annoying looking. You didn't. Unsounded. She was barely in it for yeah. a start. Um, well. <laughs> but she she wasn't there to do the whole shrieky thing. Yeah, I know. Which yeah. was Sherry Devell did just so well. <laughs> oh God. Um, I wanted to kill her by the end. Kill me. Kill me. Kill me. I love her. Love her to pieces. Olive oil. <laughs> Amazing, um, but yeah, like that, like you said, that bar scene was fantastic. Yeah, like tra- bar trying to get into drink because he's like, how long? Year, how yeah, many years? Sober, so, eight yeah. years sober or yeah. something like that. So he's like, you know, this whole temptation. He sort because of, he is like, there is that he's almost turning into his his dad. Yeah. That's the whole point. I loved it, and I also loved obviously the lady in the bath in the room two. I always get wrong two. Uh, two three seven. But that's that was a bit. Do you think that was a bit of comedy? Why? I don't know. I just felt for me when I ever saw the person in the bath. Yeah. I laughed. I had a giggle inside. Cause Is it because you saw her boobies? <laughs> it just looked a bit. I don't know. There was something I weird. Because when he went in as as a kid. Yeah. And he shut she, the door. She gets out of the bath. Yeah. Oh, it's it creepy. Shivers. It was creepy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's kind of made me laugh. And then like again when Abra did it at the end, yeah. she saw it and she just went in and it's like. Fuck you, manky old lady. I'm going to like lock you in a box. I yeah. don't know. She just almost got stitched up the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas like when she's snogging Jack. Oh, yeah. You know, that's nuts. Anyway, got stop talking about shiny. <laughs> um, but now we're in the overlook, so it's hard not to. And like, you know, the scene on the stairs. Oh, just like the way they're just mm. at the stairs again. And he's standing there with a fucking axe ready to fight. Yeah. Meg the hat, the bitch. <laughs> Meg, nah. Meg the bitch. I really enjoyed it. I've, yeah. I, I, you know, the more I thought about it, like, I, I went in with, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I went in with low expectations because, you know, how big The Shining is and and I was worried um, because of see, seeing his other, mo- all his other like TV shows and movies. I really wanted him to do well with it and I think he smashed it personally. I think Mike smashed and I don't think apart. enough people were giving it a chance because they've just gone, oh, I can't, you know. Oh, what's it doing in the box office? I don't know. All I know is it did cost forty-five mil to make. So it's, that's a beast. Yeah. yeah so but then that's that's a testament to because that's not a horror movie budget. Because remember, I mean, this show in Warrington was in a, what, the smallest screen. You know, which yeah. you know to me doesn't sound great. That's um that's quite odd actually. I'm just gonna have a look now to see how much it's done. 
And we are looking at... Oh, fucking hell. Budget, you said budget was 45 million, right? I think so, yeah. According to this... Fuck. US opening weekend, it did 5.6 million. Really? Wow. That's death. Has that opened worldwide, though? Well, international is 5.6 million. I don't think that's right. No, I don't think that's right either. If that's Surely. right, that's nuts. No. I mean, like, to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of advertising. I've seen some buses and stuff, but I haven't seen like loads of TV spots or anything. To be fair, there's only 8,000 like reviews on IMDb. Hmm. Mm. Go see this movie. <laughs> Maybe this would be a sleeper. <laughs> Mate, I, well, you know. That's crazy. I, I made, we make our own opinions up, and I, I, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. And I think it just gave a little, a little bit of each thing. You know, the perfect ingredients. And I think, I think it did a blinding job. And he, you know, let's face it, whoever did it had a had a tall order of you know. It's a really good story. Really yeah. interesting story. Yeah. It's actually made me want to, kind of like maybe go and um, get like. Um, an audio copy of The Shining and then get an audio copy of um, Doctor Sleep to see, you know, because I'd really like to not read the book because I don't get time, but I drive a lot so I can listen to it. I know, but that's a pain in the ass. It depends who reads it. I mean, I'm going to re- I think I, I, I think for Christmas I would like, I would like Doctor Sleep to read and I'll, I'll, I'll give that a little, little read, I think. A thumb through. Yeah, because I like having a book. And I've got a little bit more time. Okay, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, rate this bad boy? I am really, really upset about this um, uh, this budget, this amount that it's taken. Unless I've got the wrong fucking thing. I just don't think this has taken much money by looks of things. That's nuts. Anyway, but yeah, for me... Um, I'm going to rate it first because yeah, you're you a big fan. Right. I'm going to give it eight um, breaths out of ten. Well, I'm going to give it the same. I think cool. it's like, um, I didn't find it as invigorating as some of the top ones that we've seen like the midsummers and stuff like that and but it was us. interesting and it, it was great kept, like you said the pace was great and so it just it was just very interesting to see where it was going do you know what i mean i, I was really really like almost at the edge of my seat thinking, what's going to happen where they are when are they going to get are they going to go to the overlook you know all these questions and it's just like cool i was quite satisfied coming out of it big and, time you know i didn't come out of it going oh the ending was weak or anything like that. I quite enjoyed it, and um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I really liked it. Yeah, me too. Cool, really good. All right, well, that's uh, that's Doctor Sleep. Let's Doctor put that one. Sleep. Let's put that one to bed now, shall we? Ah, uh, yeah, all right. And next time we got uh, some. We, we got a couple of questions about in terms of what we got. We're, we're trying to decide between three movies at the moment. Yeah, it's going to be a bit hit or miss. I think we just have to. See what happens in it. Yeah, if Little Monsters comes out um, and we have access to that, we will probably go and watch that. Um, otherwise, we've got options. Uh, Eli, we quite fancy mm. on Netflix. Or this other one, which might win out, which is Nightmare Cinema on Shudder. Mm. So uh, they're the ones we're fighting it out for, uh, for next time. I just might watch all three and then <laughs> just go from there, really. But cool. uh, that's all what we're going for. Next episode... Right then, dude. Yes. Moving on to our something to scream about. Let's do it.
This week's something to scream about. We're going to start to talk about the documentary that we've sort of been pumping for the last year. We met um, a chap called Robin Block um, in producer producer of the um, thing. He's it's Robin Block Robin Block Productions. Lovely bloke. Lovely, yeah. lovely guy. Really passionate about his horror. And um, we met him at a chat in that little dodgy square that we were at outside the John Carpenter gig. Um, we we were instant instant fans, and we became like back. Did our first little Kickstarter, um, and speaking to a couple of people, they they either I didn't know that listened to this. They've also become backers on the. We did have a little, so you know, yeah, little, I, I, little I influence. Literally, um, obviously, it went up till the thirty first, which was Halloween. Um, I literally got somebody to go the day, pretty much the day before Halloween, and went and bought a nice big package mm. straight on there, and that that was through basically telling them, you need to go and get this. Yeah, and they they've they bless them they've um you know as with Kickstarters I guess they take a while to do these sort of things so we haven't actually received anything of the physical stuff that we were promised. I wrote uh, one of uh, the locals that comes in the shop, a friend of mine called Simon. He came in and I basically talked to him around again as well. Sorry, Simon. <laughs> oh, he mate. listens all the time. Four and a half hours of proper goodness there. Oh, yeah, though. Love it, mate. Um, I mean, this, this documentary is like penned as the the ultimate 80s um, love letter yeah. to, to 80s horror movies. So it mm. starts, with, it basically goes, there's loads of talking heads on it. Um, I mean, we're going from people like Barbara Crampton. Joe Dante. John Carpenter. So it's going to be tennis. Yeah, go on, keep going. <laughs> oh my god, I can't remember. Um, uh, I can't even remember because I've only watched like literally the first Heather, hour. Heather Lagenkamp. Yeah, she's been on it. Yeah, uh, keep going. There's Ryan Turek. Nice, Doug Bradley. Oh yeah, good penmanship. Corey Taylor from Corey Slipknot. Taylor. Yeah, he's funny as fuck, isn't he? He's so Elvira, funny. the mistress of. Oh, Elvira. Art. Yeah, she's, she's got great. Her. Yeah. Um, what's the f- yeah, oh. you've watched it like twice already now so you're going to remember it all I've watched the first hour it's got the lady from um, Night of the Comment on it no I haven't got that far yet uh, Tom Atkins is on it you would have done because you've seen it. you've watched 80 and 81 so they're all well, they're all on it Tom Atkins has been on it for about 5 seconds he's still been on it right. and so is it so are we really going to do this right now alright whatever so. argumentative <laughs> but yeah it's fucking lush it's like oh, it just makes you feel like all warm and and glowy inside. Oh, yeah. So what we're going to do over the next couple of episodes is we're going to tackle like um, two years at a time, I think, over the course of the next five episodes. Mm. Um, and I'll have a little, just talk about some of the sort of highlights, I guess, from those two years. Mm. Not, I'm not going to dive right into the movies because most of them I'm like, well, I haven't seen all them, I'm going to watch them. Well, we're going to probably do them for free, future movie from the vault, so we don't want to spoil that. But what, what's your first initial thoughts? You've watched an hour of it so far, yeah. haven't you? Um, obviously, it's so well done, so so clever. And I was like, I, it's something I've been wanting for a long time. Obviously, the eighties is our our golden era. Yeah, like so. I'm eighty one, mm-hmm. born in eighty one. Mm. You're born in seventy nine. Correct. All right. So we technically 
got into horror. I got into horror probably around, oh God, probably about 87, 88. Yeah. Maybe with Gremlins, Ghostbusters and stuff like that. Stuff, Monster yeah. Squad and stuff like that. The Gate. The, <laughs> I didn't watch The Gate. The yeah, Gateway Horror. But like, you know, sleepover, oh, sleepover time. We basically had access. Oh, we go. Early 90s. How many young boys? When we were <laughs> both like, say around 12, 13. You're yeah. a little bit older than me, but we had access to it. So we didn't yeah. grow. So we didn't grow up as like teenagers. No. So we weren't going to the cinema to watch it. So no, this was the, we were yeah. the renting generation. We were the renting VHS, generation. VHS. VHS. Um, and obviously, I mean, I had an, uh, obviously you had an older sister, mm-hmm. and I had an older sister. And, I mean, my my sister was two years older than me. So same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> um, and but obviously she had access to this stuff way before me. And that, that was kind of my little gateway into into more heavier things, yeah. should we say. But we grew up in the 80s. Yeah. And so this is, I don't know, this because we did, it just feels so right. It feels every, so right. It just hits every chord. And this is, I think this would be, even if you weren't in that era, to watch it as a, a teenager or, or in your 20s now, it's, it's open up, this documentary will open up so much more for you when you watch it and you see all these snippets and you go i've seen that and say oh my god that sounds cool that i love the concept of that and then it'll just give you that extra thing to go out and seek down these movies because nowadays you can't do that because you've got this platform of netflix where it's ramming all this new stuff constantly at you watch this catch up on this tv show that tv show this but with this it's kind of like a little manual i like to go here's your movies these are the staple ones. You've got to go and seek these ones. On oh, these are the quite these are the, the lower ones that haven't quite been in the limelight, like not your nightmare on Arm Streets and stuff, but the lower kind of budgety ones. Go and find these and seek them out. You don't get that on the platforms. You don't. You no. don't even. You don't even. I wouldn't say you even get that on Shudder. You get their their picks and stuff like that. But you know this this gives you but, a kind of tool to go and find them. See people now i'm going to teach you a little something something about your little streaming services um if you don't flick through the choices the top tens which i know we all do we will look at what everyone else is watching for whatever reason we can't help it if you if you go into netflix and go and click on horror and just cycle through you will find some absolute beauties on there i mean i picked up there's videodrome it not videodrome What's that bloody one with the weird vampires? What's the one with the vi- weird vampires Vamp- from Out of Space? Life Force. Oh, Life Force. Life yeah, Force yeah, yeah. is on Netflix. <laughs> no, the Comet is on Netflix. Yeah, there's there's so some much absolute stuff. 80s goodness. Yeah. Same with Shudder. If you deep dive in Shudder, there's certain yeah. ways you can go you in there. You have to really yeah, search. They've got loads. They've got phant- yeah, yeah. Phantasms on there. The yeah, Change thing. The, you know, there's, there's some really good like old school horror that they've yeah. got hidden almost away. From everyone else, it's yeah. weird. But then, if you don't really know what you're looking for, that could just be a big mishmash to you. Yeah. If you watch this documentary, it gives you a snippet and kind of an idea more of what's going on. Yeah. It's just like it's you know, like watch it. We're going to talk through some of the ones that these guys have sort of like almost focused on. And hmm. um, we're not going to go into massive detail in no. terms of what they are, but we'll talk about how we feel about them. And then, but if, if you if you, the beauty about this, and I can't wait to get my Blu-ray. Is that yeah. um, they've got the all these incredible the artwork from the eighties is what it's all about, yeah. and if you can pause it in the right way, you can see 
just posters and posters of of horror movies and that's how i mean that's how i did music music got in love punk rock yeah most of the bands i got into i looked at the sleeve who they thanked and went out and bought their their what label they're on yeah bought their music and it's how i got and it's like horror is the same it's like you just you can just do you can use this as a fucking tool to go what have i missed and that's what i'm doing i'm sort of like almost like because i'm such a geek i just use this as a tick sheet now to go right they're talked about this why haven't i seen it yeah that's what i'm going through excellent so so I'll, I'll read I'll, i got the list okay so i'll read them off and i'll find out if you've watched it and just like a little snippet of what you thought about it or okay. if you want to go and watch it so first one we're in 1980 and they've talked the first one they talk about is the fog yes you've watched it classic john carpenter's the fog again uh, it's kind of a i rewatched it a little while ago um and Again, it's a gateway. I think it's a perfect gateway because it's not crazily scary and crazily gory, but superb movie. Great caliber of actors. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, Tom Atkins again, and obviously the lovely Adrian Balboa. Yeah. I haven't seen it. That's got to be one. So of that's got to be yeah. a pick at some stage. Absolutely. How many of you seen the remake? I don't even know what you're on about. <laughs> the second one was The Changeling. Yes. This is sort of ghostly goodness. So yes. we've got first the first two noting that they're talking about is that they're both kind of ghosties. Yes. I haven't seen the changeling either. You're so <laughs> you're so lucky. I wish I could go and watch so it. So I get then. to watch this for the first time yeah. at some stage, but yeah. it looks awesome. Yeah. So I'm quite excited for that. And then obviously I've seen the next one. It's Friday the thirteenth. Yep, yeah, staple. That's like that's gotta be like essentials, isn't it? It's there's 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 your go and seek ones and then there's your essentials that you must must see yeah and i and friday the flames is definitely up there yeah definitely you know for that death alone kevin bacon obviously the next one i've seen the shining yep that again (laughs) it's a staple of the 80s it has to be it's it's right yeah it's yeah you need to everyone needs to go and watch this it's one of those movies you can just pick up every couple of years and go fuck that is awesome yeah it's essential yeah next one i haven't seen another ghosty i think it is dressed to kill i haven't seen this so that could be one i did see that and i did see this now i thought oh that looks interesting because yeah i haven't seen it so. i only brushed past it but it looked pretty good um fade to black not seen it okay it did it did interest me ghosties this is the one that really got me that i haven't seen yeah that i need to see motel hell no, Motel Hello, it. or whatever they say. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, that that's probably out of all the all the ones that I was quite kind of interested in. It looks a bit Texas Chainsaw, or kind yeah. of like. Uh, but that I've loads of people rave about that, and it's just one that I just haven't didn't get round to seeing. And it was never in the VHS in the rental shop. I never saw it, even if it was. But yeah, I definitely so definitely on my list. I am going to try and seek that one out. Yeah. The next one is uh, Maniac. Maniac, yeah. Maniac. Now, I've watched... You've seen the remake. The remake with Elijah Wood. So, it's based on... The original is quite hard to get hold of. Really? I think they they have it in America, but we don't have it over here. Like Chopping Mall. Yeah. The bastards. (laughs) I really want a copy of that, Chopping Mall. You can watch it on YouTube. What? (laughs) What, Chopping Mall? Yeah. All over that. (laughs) Ashley's Slum Pie Massacre. I'm pretty sure. Slum Pie Massacre you can watch on YouTube as well. Okay. That's one of my... 
Anyway, so yeah, Maniac's definitely on yeah, on my good. list um, to do. So because it did look good, it looks like a fucked up like slasher mm. again. And like Elijah Wood one's got that goodbye horse. It's so creepy. He's so creepy in it. <laughs> Moving on to nineteen eighty one, the year I was born. Some great horrors yep. this year. Now this is this is maybe a bit closer to my art. I kind of went out of my way yep. to watch a few of the ones in eighty one because okay. it was my birth year. Yeah. So I've seen a few, but I still haven't ticked off quite a few of these, and it's quite embarrassing. So really, I'm, yeah. The first one was Scanners, which obviously, which obviously we've done, we've done for, for the, the show, uh, yeah. for the pod, and that was the first time I watched that. It's fucking great. Yeah, synonymous just because of just for that. Obviously, spoilers. There's just one scene that you have to see just for practical effects. It's uh, you know the must see if you're into practical effects. It's like one of the first proper like crazy special effects stunt 81 see. i mean that film is it will literally stand no by pun, no pun intended it will literally blow your mind that that film is still ropey as fuck but for that scene is just crazy it's so yeah. rope i've got to watch it again in some stage but fucking hell that was funny um my bloody valentine well, the original the original yeah, yeah. not the 3d I've not seen piece the original. Of shit. I feel disgusted because I have seen the 3D one. Right. Uh, but I haven't ever seen the original. But it from the clips, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, there's a pickaxe through a fucking guy's chin. Spoilers. <laughs> That's I'm... not actually in the movie, though, apparently. Oh, really? They cut it out, yeah. Oh. It's a deleted scene, allegedly. Oh, well, I'm going to have to watch this bloody Valentine at some stage. Yeah, definitely. I definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, it's on I've the list. I've not seen it. We got the the year of the werewolf, basically eighty one. Mm. You know, this is the first time they've done werewolf movies in so fucking long. And you had ones going head to head. You had the Howling, mm-hmm. which we both watched. Um, then you had an American Werewolf in London. Yep. Which is you know what? But more, they what were both made about. at the same time. They were, and it's they and their sort of first. practical effects when they had so you know you've got people on the on the actual. Um, documentary the way they sort of go about some people like the howling more some people like american wealth and london more it's interesting to see the transformations i'm yeah. more american wealth in london damn in terms right. of transformations damn right so every time for me the d wallace i mean don't get me wrong the howling is fantastic yeah rob Bottin, mm-hmm. you know, one of the masters but i have to say that um well rob Bottin was supposed to do american wealth in london but yeah. he didn't but he had somebody else obviously coming but it's in the daytime isn't it it's just like you see more and it's just look it's just more i don't know it's, it's, for me it's just more it's just more then you got this dude right and i can't remember his name but he's sort of like uh, really seemed really upset with the other two the fact that there were others well other werewolf movies he he was the one who did full moon high okay which i haven't seen it looked no, like almost like that. it looks almost like team wolf okay um, don't, in terms don't of knocking Team Wolf, right, like, I, don't, I like Team Wolf, but it looked almost <laughs> he was described as a comedy, and he was sat there all grumpy, as if like the Howling and the American Wolf had stolen stolen his thunder. I, I haven't you don't remember far. that bit? I haven't gone that far. You said you watched an hour. Yeah, that's within the hour. You've watched all of eighty one. Maybe, maybe I'm right yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, then you don't know about. So you haven't seen a bit about Evil Dead yet, then? No. Okay, so you got, so you got these to look forward to. Sorry, man, this is spoilers no, no, for you. No, don't then. worry, I'm not bothered. All right, so you got the, then you got Evil Dead, which we, yeah, whatever. Halloween two. <laughs> no, he's not saying whatever Evil Dead. He's saying whatever because you don't even have to talk about no. Evil Dead. 
It's got to be top of the list. Halloween 2. Halloween 2? Yeah. Yeah. Not a great sequel. Not, I'm not a massive fan. But, you know, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the franchise. JC doesn't like it. He was a bit pissed off. He didn't even put his name, director name to it. I think he's just produced the credits. Same as like Season of Witch, which we'll talk about in a minute. And then the last one is a weird one, which I prob- which I probably, out of all of them, so of all the ones there, probably Full Moon High. Mm, could probably live without that one. Yeah. And Ghost Story. Right, okay. But they're sort of, if I go and try and watch them all, yeah. they might be a bit further down, a bit further down the list. Ghost stories about these four, the four weird four old dudes. It, would, it didn't look like they were telling ghost stories. Is it, is it English? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, there is some creepy shit in it. I remember really? seeing it when I was a kid. Yeah, I saw it on TV once. There is some creepy bits in it. Like, like there, it's quite. It's almost to me, it was a bit hammer horror-ish, but not not like funny, like silly or anything like that. Or, but it's it's quite it's quite dark and like go it's very ghost like, yeah you got that sort of theme running yeah. through those first two years a lot of still a couple like, oh, quite, yeah. quite a few slashes and stuff mm. like that on the back of halloween you know and then you've got the, the ghosty ones and then the, the sort of i suppose the rare there is you know the hat obviously we've got a big werewolf theme mm. the rare one in all of that is the shining really isn't it yeah, I mean, that, that's where people come in and argue about is it actually horror or is it thriller and all this stuff. I think it's it's borderline, isn't it? It's because it's it, it's it's the one that sits a bit further out than all the rest. Mm. I don't know, it's because the, I don't know whether it's down to the, the, the way it's shot. Uh, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie, so it's just, you know, it's so different. But yeah, it does. it is obviously horror. Probably horror. But it's just the way I think it's it's the 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 kind of way it's almost the art side of it kind of like too artsy fart. Well, maybe artsy, yeah. Artsy. I'm not saying it's artsy fartsy by any means, but it's just so different and so. It's probably one of the most well new. Act- yeah. And like, wait, we know. need to do the shining at some point. And um, there was one I forgot: the burning. Oh yes, yeah. Which feels Tom to me, Savini. yeah. Which feels to me like it should be, I don't know, like. A cannibal movie or some weird kind of culty, but it's a fucking like a sleepaway. It's like sleepaway camp. Yeah, yeah, full on slasher. Yeah, a weird full name. On. Yeah. For a, it doesn't it doesn't say. You've seen it, right? No. Oh, okay. So I need another one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it doesn't smell. It's like, one of those like slasher. ones. I think again, it's quite bigger in America than it was over here, but it it's up there with all your Friday Thirteenth and all that kind of stuff. I've got a lot of movies to watch still. Yeah. I'm on a big journey by the looks of things. You're still. on a journey of discovery. It's fucking you, great. You need to stop watching Buffy to get <laughs> into this, mate. All right. You've already seen Buffy, so you don't need yeah, to. Yeah, but now we're it. doing this pod. I'm kind of saving them for the pod. I could just smash through, go on a massive horror binge, yeah. and then you could pick the movie. So I've got to kind of wait now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's um, that's the first two years. Yeah. I'm happy with the ones they went through. There wasn't it's, any it's there. Just, it's really well done because they. You know, the way they talk about it, you've got directors in there, you've got people that are in the horror scene, whether it's YouTube or, you know, podcasters. So, you know, we should have been on it, but... Corey Taylor from The Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's quite interesting. These people are massively passionate about it. It's it just like, it's, it's it's almost like you're just, it's, they're just family. And you're just, they're just talking about your love 
of yeah they go into the love of like um, physical media as well like when the birth of like you know Betamax versus VHS yeah. it's a fucking lovely little section on that yeah just and I like Jeffrey Coombs talk. has a little moan going you know everyone's about the whole streaming and all that sort of stuff and the fact that you know physical media is a thing of the past and like well pff, looking at our walls <laughs> I've, read, yeah, I've definitely cut I have definitely cut down yeah I mean, there, there's two that I probably want to purchase at the moment, which I'm, like, the director's cup of midsummer. Yeah. Is out now. I know, I bought it. Is I it? I watched it yet. Is it's it? got, like, 20, like, 20, 25 minutes extra. So, yeah. But, yeah, if, if you can, try and I know that there are um, people listening to this that are, are watching it. And mm. I spoke to a couple of them, like, Dan, our mate Dan Gill. Cool. Um, is watching it. So, uh, you know, let us know what you think first two years though next next episode we'll do 82 and 83 oh yes oh, get into some good areas there right then done with search done with uh, our something to scream about let's move on to our mood from the vault Yes, it was my pick, and I picked Halloween 3, the season of the witch. Kids all over America want silver shamrock masks for Halloween. Dr. Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover a plot by silver shamrock owner Connell Cochran. This movie, let's, let's, let's start, it's got the main man, the absolute legend, Tom Atkins. I literally love this guy so much. I got. I. I. I mean, I've met him. Right? I've, I've met him. He is an absolute gentleman. He is just anything he's in, he makes twenty percent better, fifty percent better. But I just, I just love him. He just, oh, it's just great. Do you not agree? I didn't. I must admit, I'm learning about him. All right. Okay. In the last few years, I obviously before, before, before this. Yeah. I don't know. He he would have been just somebody, I right, think. Okay. But after watching like Night of the Creeps, thrill me. It's amazing. Like him popping up in the fog, like him popping up in this movie. He is a legend. Popping up in this movie is the main bloody part, you idiots. He is the main part. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! It's got some other ones in there. Stacy Nelkin. Yeah. Um, he plays Ellie Cam- Grimbridge. It's done obviously by John Carpenter. It's um, he does the composing again, and director is Tommy Lee Wallace. Yeah, in it. Correct. Tom- so you've not seen this. Let's start from the beginning. You've not seen this one. Never watched it. And obviously, I saw this as a kid. So I've got a feeling that you're not going to like it mm-hmm. because it's different for me. Because it's obviously I watched it when I was a very very young kid, and I shouldn't have been watching it. So give me your lowdown. Oh, music's incredible. And like, it's a full on sort of like any death that's in it. It's like, it's got those beautiful moments of just like overemphasized kill. Mm. Like, you know, it's got one of the best 80s soundtracks I think going. It's so, it's so cool. I think he's done a great job on this one. He, He like almost overplays it compared to 
how he did Halloween, where it was a bit more subtle, I think. Mm. So it's fantastic. Um, cheesy, 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 cheesiness. Lovely cheesiness. I enjoyed it a lot because yeah. it was just so... It was batshit. Like, <laughs> it's it's awful. <laughs> it, in its set, like, it, it's a... It's a it's a movie that is crap, so but it's it's so crap that it's good. I think that's I think that's got to be said. It's not a good movie. The dialogue is fucking. Mm. Probably are if I looked at it from like it. if I was looking at like critiquing it, yeah. you know, it was like it. The dialogue is shit. Like some of the like random um, randomness of like why they're speaking. Like for instance, when he put, like in, when they're at the motel. The motel yeah, and these people, he's like, so many pe- people are like almost knocking him over with a bike twice. and then a car. <laughs> and then he gets run but, over twice. But the dialogue, it's like great. the overemphasis of the family that come out, yeah, fucking so pointless in terms of what they're saying. The woman that comes out of a car, so pointless, and it's like conversations start for no reason. Yeah, and it's got that. What you mean is that they're, they're, they're kind of interjected very hard, very quickly, and yeah. sandwiched in. Yeah, I yes. get what you mean. Yeah, yes, totally. thank you. Um, however, There's no explanation. However, just that, like here's this character. Here's another character. Here's another. One. But because I'm watching it now, yeah, it makes it fucking hilarious for me <laughs> to watch it. So I loved it. It was just so. I was like, this is fucking batshit. The relationship between him and Ellie. Yeah, questionable. You know, <laughs> I don't know how old he's supposed to be, well, or how old she's supposed he, to be, or what she actually is. He's obviously split up from his wife, right? Mm. And. Fingers with Tom Atkins. He has he plays his characters. We've talked to him about. There's always a really dark underline. He's obviously an alcoholic. Obviously, because yeah. every five minutes, an alcoholic doctor. Yeah, so he's an alcoholic work. Alcoholic dad, father, stroke doctor, stroke detective. Well, father, he's not really there at all. No. Is he? That's all. <laughs> stroke detective. But that's my point. It sort of opens up with him going into. His uh, ex-wife, which I couldn't even know their ex-wife, like him having a drink, and then he's sort of giving them crappy masks, and they've got. These... I kind of got that because she's like, "Oh, trying to like impress them and stuff." You, yeah. you kind of get that. But then suddenly he gets a phone call at that house. Pager. He gets paged. Paged. Rings Page. up, and he buggers off again. Yeah. And he's working the night shift. Yeah. Suddenly. He's a doctor. He's on call. He's got to. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> it was so ropey. It was so weird. And he's got. And he's. And he's a. He's a little bit naughty. He's a lech. He's a, well, he not could... a lech. He's just a little. He's just a little bit naughty, isn't he? Like smacking the nurse on the bum. Yeah, we're at this. Asking st- her to go yeah. and have a sleep with him. Feminism yeah. is not in his vocabulary at this point. He's a man. He's a man. He's an eighties man. Got... He's got tash. He's hard. He's, <laughs> he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like a proper man. Yeah, he's not like an action star. No, but he gets every lady he wants. <laughs> he gets anyone he wants by saying the stupidest lines. And he doesn't even have to try. I don't think he even wanted Ellie. I, I, loved, I loved the way he goes, we should get separate rooms. Then they get in there and yet again he's like, should we get separate rooms? And it's like, she's like, oh no, wouldn't that look a bit suspicious because they're supposed to be husband and wife. And then he's like, unless you want me to stay here. He might as well have just said, let's fuck. <laughs> and then they start smooching. Yeah. And it's like... But it's like, what really worries me is it. In, he waits till after to ask her, well, how old are you? <laughs> and she's like, Classic don't ghost. you worry, old enough. I look older than I am. And I Doesn't think get... I think that's down to casting because I think that character was supposed to be 
a bit older, but I think they cast her right at the last minute. And as like, I'm a bit spoiling, spoiling Matt's facts, but apparently that's that's the first scene they did <laughs> was the uh, intimate scene, and they didn't even know each other. Right, one they haven't really thought about what they're doing. Mm. They're they're going, in, you know, they got some ropey story about investigating her dad. Yeah. He's just taking her word for it. This is her dad. Yeah. Right, and then they go off to, you know, cult town or wherever yeah. it was, and. They got this motel. Yeah. They haven't got any clothes. They didn't even know they were staying the night. Saint and he, Myra. He's saying he's saying he's going to stay there. Oh, these clothes could last another day. You know. She comes on to him. She's wearing a full-on like um, naughty negligee. Naughty negligee. Where does that come from? <laughs> it's in a little bag. It always carries bag. a naughty negligee. Of course she does. <laughs> so there's some there's some very ropey moments. Yeah. In this. Love it. One yeah, of the. That's what's what's so good about it. I mean, okay, some of the, the I've, I wrote down seven of the deaths because yeah. after a while it just got a bit I couldn't keep up. So it's quite a big death count, but then there's like body count I, of nine. Body count of nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay, but are, are you counting the robots? Yes, guys. Deaths, robots. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> I think they're robots. <laughs> are they robots? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Clockwork robots. Wow. Well, Weird. Robots. I don't know what. Yeah. For the eight, for nineteen eighty-two, mm. there's a lot of technology in this. Yes, yeah, remember, it's still quite early. Eighty-two is very early. Mm. Just the CCTV cameras seemed weird. Mm. It seemed too early for the CCTV. Am I being stupid? Yeah, you are. CCTV has been around for quite a while. Right. It just seemed very weird for their little little small. Well, but, yeah. probably back then it's quite high tech. It was like obviously it was the the thing, you know, because they feature quite heavily. Like monitoring, you might people may knock it, but there again, there is a, an underlining thing about society in this movie, like the the mass produce, produced items that everybody wants, the fact that they're being controlling about advertising. There, there still is that kind of undertone to it. Yeah, know? the mass produce producing of like the, the stuff, exactly. And it's like it encapsulates that time of the eighties. Uh, is it uh, Ronald Reagan? Is it? Yeah, the Reagan era. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's so weird that, mm. like, for such a daft, daft excuse for a movie, because mm. the idea is like an, like, we'll talk about it later, but it's like an yeah. anthology sort of movie. It's like it's supposed to. Yeah. They were going to take it into different avenues, yeah. but obviously, if this fits into now, it'd be like an A to Z. It'd be it'd be like a fucking twenty minute story. Mm. <laughs> Basically. Well, yeah, maybe it shouldn't have been called halloween three season the witch maybe it should have just been called season of the witch out. shamrock shamrock craziness. Silly, <laughs> silly shamrock i mean fuck me we're talking there's about not the... even any fucking witches in it i remember this is the thing when i was a kid this there's is, not one there's this, not one witch this is the thing that really annoyed me when yeah. i was a kid when when we first watched it i was waiting for a witch to appear i was like oh my god there's gonna be some crazy witch in it not at all until you thought there we go there's a crazy witch, but it's not as some kind of like clog work clockwork old granny knitting. Yeah. Because I thought that was going to be the witch, and then it wasn't. And I always remember that when I was a kid. I was like, there's a witch. oh, she's going to be the Oh, no. It's like, she's just a robot. Did you know what Stonehenge was back then? Uh, what, when I was a kid? I'm yeah. not. I so doubt Stone, it. That, no. that rock bringing over from Stonehenge wouldn't mm. have made a difference. No. Because I noticed that they had that on the news thing. They were clever. Yeah. 
they had a little news thing saying so, uh, something had been stolen from Stonehenge. Well, that, that's the thing. It's like John John Carpenter was obsessed with Stonehenge. Really? Yeah, he's really, really obsessed. And that's where he got a lot of his ideas <laughs> for like the fog and, um, and, and this, obviously. So, yeah, interesting. It was but, balmy. It was a balmy movie. Mm. Um, See, I like I I vividly remember when I was a kid. There's way more deaths. Well, this is what I thought there was a lot because. I, well, I remember. I was, don't know why, but I remember. Obviously, the kid's death was the biggest one, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I remember that. I, I swear to God, there's more kills than that. But obviously not. It must have been just ingrained in my head that that one scene was so horrific it did to Because it didn't... It went through phases of, like, yeah. killing off people quickly. Like, mm. at the start, there's obviously crushed by a car. Then someone got eye, got their, their eye gouged. Um, oh, then head, he sets... No, head ripped apart. Sets himself on fire. There's a head rip. I love that bit. That's quite cool. Yeah. Was, yeah, quite scanners. That was quite Yeah, dark. I was going to say that. Very scanners, yeah. Um, there's a weird blue beam woman in the annoying saleswoman. Oh no, the misfire. The misfire. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. The misfire. misfire. Fucking nuts. That was a nutty scene as well, because he's like a doctor and he's a detective at the same time. I was like, why is he looking for the answers? Fucking weird. But, it's Tom Atkins, man. Yeah, it's a man. He's fucking weird. And then I wrote, then I wrote, death, death, death six is fucked up. I wrote, I wrote on there fucked up because that's where the fucking kid dies. Did you notice one thing before we go on? Did you notice when he's on the phone, he's got six, six cans of Miller, Miller. Is he really? Miller time. <laughs> I noticed that. And that's not, it's not even in my mouth's back. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. So we get to the family, right? Oh. Is that what you're on about the kid? Yeah. The family. The, see, this is the one that just kind of messed me up a little bit, scared me. Because this, that bit just freaked me out. I mean, remember, I was very young when I watched this movie. I must have been about eight. But it's also completely weird and irrelevant. Well, this is the point. It's just so... I'd never seen nothing like this in my life. And I'm like, watching this kid, he puts on the mask. I was like, all right. I was expecting, you know, just to fall down dead or maybe a head explosion or something normal like that. But no, this kid just, like, melt, his face melts and then all these crazy bugs and stuff come out it's right. so weird so so weird I'd never seen nothing like this in my whole entire life the Stonehenge stone yep scraping this little bits of the stone and putting them in a little microchip mm. that creates a blue beam on the back of a hypnotic pumpkin mm. right makes no the the TV yeah the advert sets off the chip sets off the chip yeah witchcraft mate and it melts their it melts turns them in, their, turns their head into bugs, and, bugs snakes. and snakes. What's not to love? Why not? <laughs> I mean, why not, eh? Witchcraft, mate. Yeah. You can't, you can't, that's the only answer. You, Fucking balmy. What, what is it? It's witchcraft. It's batshit, mate. That, <laughs> the best thing about this, and also the worst thing about this, is that fucking advert. I wanted to throw my CV out the wall. Like every five fucking minutes. Happy <laughs> Halloween! Or what the fuck is it going? <laughs> yeah, it's great. 20 days till Halloween. Do you know what? It's made me want to do that. It's made me want to buy. If you could pick one of those three masks, which one would you pick? You can only pick one. A pumpkin. Really? All day, son. There weren't enough variations in the mask I like those opinion. three masks they're synonymous it's yeah like... but Halloween's about being individuality isn't it just because you see an advert on t- they've got they basically 
cornered the they're market. Pretty good masks, though. They're pretty good. Yeah, but everyone has it. I thought there was a bit more individuality in well, they Halloween. Have to do that for the movie, you know. I know, but I have to pick holes <laughs> in their logic. I really want. I want all three of them. I really do. Yeah, you get hold of them, can you? I think you can buy them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Replicas, yeah. Fucking, they are pretty cool. And you would be what? The gargoyle. The gargoyle. The witch. A skeleton, the witch, and a pumpkin. <laughs> like a what gargoyle. were you watching? <laughs> Something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, what I was shall we? Um, so, what about the ending? Oh my Give god! Me your thoughts okay. on the ending. Um, what happened? So, <laughs> were you so, watching this movie? So Ellie, no, because I, I was, but I just so don't. She gets captured, obviously. Has she been killed and turned into a robot? What do you think? Or was she, or was a she robot always the whole a robot? Time? A fuckbot. He fucked her, like a lot. Yeah. She fucked him a lot. Oh, tell me, what, do, so what that, do you think? Do you think she's a robot all so the time? I'm, or do you think she was captured and made into a robot? So she's, and did the thing blow up? The factory blow up? In my eyes, that's a pretty quick turnaround to make her into a robot. So I think the whole time she was a robot. Yeah, she was seducing him into coming to the town, though? Didn't make any sense. Exactly. So she could or, have been, but witch, why would she but be? But witchcraft, you just, hmm. I mean, they've just, like you said, they've turned her head into a snake and bugs. Why not the fact that this rock thing could turn her into a robot with yellow goo? It's a bit far on. I, I think she's a fuckbot. <laughs> yeah, probably. With realistic boobs. Because when she's coming out of the shower, why would she need to shower though? She's a robot. to know. Some weird no, thing. Maybe, I, yeah, but I don't I think, think she, she was w- turned into a she robot. Was, yeah, I think they, they kind of rep- made a replica of her. Because yeah. she was there quite a long time, remember? Because from the time they kidnap her, to when they get him, it's quite a long time. So we're so saying, personally, Tom, I think they probably killed her and made, made a replica. Or, or no, yeah. But she didn't act robot. Yeah, she did act. It's weird. Because all the kind of uh, his the minions, they're all kind of like, they're all kind of like robot. They don't really have. They don't really talk and anything like that. Do Clones. They? What did you um? What did you think of the main dude, the uh, Connell Cochran? Connell Cochran. Bit weird. Yeah. It was a bit. It was a bit of nothing for me. Wasn't a great bad guy. He's got a, a menacing smile though. Mm, he didn't do it for me. Oh really? I thought. Yeah, I thought he had mm. a very menacing. He didn't. He very, didn't do it for me. I thought. He, I, again, I found him very weird. If he was in charge, well, he had to be weird, didn't he? He's like there was one weird bit we got to like... talk about actually before you move on to your yeah. Max Max. Tom Atkins walking down an alleyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, you know, mate boy comes up to him. Can I have a bit of your drink? I haven't got any germs. Yeah. Just, yeah, sure. I'll bit him a drink. Just a tramp. Yeah. He's sharing his drink with a tramp. Yeah. And he's a doctor. And he goes, can I have a dollar? Yeah. And he didn't, did he have a dollar? Yeah, he gave him a dollar. He gave him a dollar for some information. Tom Atkins, man, he's a legend. But that same guy was then walking off and he also he had a bottle in his hand. Yeah. It's just, Where did well, he get that from? It's because he's, he's basically... So he, didn't need the, he didn't need the drink. No, he already he, had a bottle. Exactly, but he wanted more. <laughs> Fucking weird. Wanted more. Fucking weird. Yeah, so that was Barmy. So it was a Barmy movie, yeah. but weirdly good. And I could see why people are pissed. See why it's got such a cult following. See why people are pissed. Yeah, because it's in the same. It's got the same weirdness. Tom Ak- Any movie with Tom Atkinson, I can see having a, a cult following. Maniac Cop, brilliant. But it's just batshit. It is so batshit and so weird, but in a lovable way. Yeah, but without it. It's just like it would be weird. 
It's so <laughs> random. That's that's it. They <sighs> tried something new and it didn't work. But it was better than Halloween too. And that's why they brought Michael back. It was better than Halloween too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> All right, let's get some Matt's facts on the go then, okay, dude. Cool. I I've not got loads, as I always say each week. I'm surprised. This is, surely this is like I probably could have written down loads and loads and loads and loads, but I picked out the nice ones that I thought were cool. So, you know, you know, he keeps phoning, trying to get through to his wife, and he just keeps getting the phone operator. Yeah, that's actually the phone operator on the other end is actually Jamie Lee Curtis. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And she's also the voice of the person that talks about the curfew. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that's a cool little throwback. Good fact. Good Obviously, fact. you see on the TV Michael Myers at uh, one point. Uh, well, no, the, he's that's the special. Yes. So the special before the the thing comes yeah. on at nine, they're playing. So that means they're playing Halloween pre-Watershed. Yeah, that's America. I remember. Mm. They can do anything they but want. Yeah, they did have Halloween. America. They did have Halloween playing in the background yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Correct. Oh, quickly. Did the kids die? Or what not? Kid. What well, kid? at the the end end, we just talked about the fuckbot dying. <laughs> but in the end end, when he's trying to take the thing off the bloody TV. Oh, you mean the actual end end? Yeah. Oh, well, we don't know. Do yeah, we? we don't know. It stopped. There, apparently, there's, there's several different endings they filmed, according to Tom Atkins. Um, there was one where they didn't show any of the channels turning off. Uh, they just show, they just showed him go shouting down the phone, turn it off, turn it off, and then the the, the they go to the TV and it ends. And then there was obviously this one that we saw where he shut down one channel and then he's like, it's still on the channel, and then it ends. And the the only other film to end on a cliffhanger like that is John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, John Carpenter. Nice. So yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Good, good fact. The the um. Advert is obviously if you, do, 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 yeah, do. But if you remember if you know the song it's London Bridge yeah because they could use it because apparently they use that because it's public domain it goes to Halloween Halloween Halloween, Halloween oh my god so annoying so <laughs> you know you know the bit where Tom Atkins um, kind of freeze himself and he chucks the mask over the CCTV camera. Yeah. They did that in, in a test and they did it first time and like, that's perfect, let's do that again. Basically, that scene took so long to the moment before he goes to get that mask on the camera. <laughs> Tom Atkins must be crap at throwing masks, mate. That's funny. <laughs> that's one thing is rubbish. Nothing else but throwing masks. I'd like to see him, like to see the outtakes from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 40 takes later. For <laughs> <My> fuck's sake. <laughs> Um, the gas station that you see featured in it many times that's actually featured in the fog which you'll see soon so keep an eye out for that when you watch the the fog cool um santa mara uh is also used in invasion of the body snatchers as a place i don't know if it must be a real place wow because it has that same sort of feel as well yeah almost like children of the corn sort of like that sort of feel to it It it's weird Mm. weird apparently on set as well Tom Atkins uh, got pneumonia whilst filming this. Probably when he came out of the shower. <laughs> or like got out of bed naked with his butt <laughs> showing. He's a man, though, isn't he? He is He's a proper a man. man. Um, and that's that's really all I've got. Ah. That was Matt Spex. Okay, what are you rating that bad boy then, dude? Well, 
it's different for me, isn't it? Because like it it's holds a little. I know I always say this, but it holds a little special thing, that nostalgia thing from when I was a kid. So I would probably for me, I'd probably on a rewatch, uh, like rewatching it and stuff. It it does the job though. It keeps you entertained the whole way through. Not one bit was I like bored. Um, yeah, yeah, it's weird and it's out there, but without it, I can see it being a completely different place and and it, it has its place in horror history so i've got to give it a seven out of ten yeah seven breaths out of ten seven breaths out of ten all I'll right be honest it's, it's your own opinion mate it's, it's how no, you feel i mean that's how i felt i felt seven hmm. i felt you felt seven again i felt seven because <laughs> it's just it was just like it had that nostalgia feel to it and the music yeah. was just incredible and i couldn't yeah. uh, that and that and because that um, advert's going to stick with me for the rest of my life, <laughs> it's I'm going to get it. I'm going to phone you up at like. Deaths were a bit ropey. Dialogue was a bit ropey, but the music brings it up to a lot. And, and Tom, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins, mate. Come on. I think it's a six. Like, six for me. I'm going to get one of those t shirts that says <laughs> Tom Atkins rules. You see, now. Yeah. It's fucking ace. It's so, yeah, great one. So, it's my pick then. But did you enjoy it? I really did enjoy did. it. I, I, I definitely was focused on the movie you were focused on Tom Atkins pectoral muscles weird I've seen so many Tom Atkins like thrill me seriously this last year though, I've seen so many Tom Atkins performances nuts he's in, a, he's in an even newer movie yeah called Trick oh yeah don't watch it okay <laughs> it's good for just watch his bit and then turn it off thrill me your pick come on what you got hit me hit me okay you're gonna have to get your VHS recorder out oh no why no, you might not I am um, because uh, I I've been I saw this in your VHS collection. I think I know what you're going to pick. Go on. And I saw this in Search for Darkness. And I know what you're going to pick now. I know. Okay, so I don't know whether I want to pick it, but yeah, I'm going. Fuck it. It's it's near dark. Oh, uh, near dark is what I'm going different. for. I thought you were going to pick some house. No, it's um because I didn't even know this movie existed until after watching search darkness and i was like this is another vampire movie which i haven't seen now the only thing the only thing that i was like have we done too much vampire we've done fright night we've done lost boys we've done any more is that the only two we've done that's the only two we've done all right fine night lost boys yeah that's it fuck it i want to watch this bad boy definitely it looks good pick it looks awesome You've no, seen it, I'm guessing. Yes. A long, okay. long, again, a long time ago. Well, I'll check out where so we can watch it, if out. I can watch it on YouTube, if it's free or whatever. But if not... <laughs> Cheapskate bastard. Well, <laughs> you've got a VHS copy right we could, there. We could dust it off, mate. And uh, and watch the VHS one. Watch. And we could watch the trailers and stuff and talk about the trailers as well. That'd be cool. That might be really cool, because it's, uh, it's late 80s, isn't it? Well, let's like, do it then. I'll bring the old VCR right. and jewels or something. Well, mate, like, defo, defo. Up for That's, that. It's a date. Oh, Maybe we get a couple of cheesy che- no, hot dog and horror night. Hot dogs. The and old horror. hot dog and horror night. Oh, get Danny Boy around. When then. we watched that brilliant Killer Mermaids. <laughs> Looking great. Right. <laughs> so you happy with that? I'm happy with that, mate. Awesome. Bang on. So that ties next up episode 38. So next episode, we will be probably and hopefully doing Little Monsters. Possible. Possibly. <laughs> Um, our seventh screen about we'll be going on to the search for darkness and we'll be doing 82 and 83 year 82 and 83 I promise I will have watched it by then <laughs> awesome it's probably another hour of your life um, and then I've just picked from the move from the vault which is near dark which is new for me but Matthew's awesome. already seen it 
And that's uh, that leaves us with only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath Pod at Hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>